God is good and we are not. <laughs> but God is so good that we are loved. And through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, man, we're some bad apples. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go. Dude, hey, yo, welcome to season. Well, I don't know what season is this. Season yeah, three, kind of. Sure, so I don't it's know. a new season. It's a new season. Well, we're trying something different now, dude. You know? I mean, my goodness, like that. It's like sitting here and watching your head bob and my head bob. I listening to the intro. I felt like I was on a real show. Oh yeah, I mean, like <laughs> it's it's pretty exciting. So yeah. those of you that are like haven't. Maybe you've been able to see us on on Instagram or mm-hmm. on TikTok or Facebook or any of the socials. Um, which yeah. shout out to Cody, way to go, man! Like you, you I mean, are you keep up with those. I don't do anything. No, like you don't even anything. like it barely. No, whoa, whoa! I try to uh, sometimes. <laughs> when I tag sometimes, you. I, sometimes I share. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't know. It's all good. It's it's tough doing that. But like, uh, which you may have noticed that we got some new equipment. Now, yes, we did. Like, what was super cool was I got to watch. Cody hit the big green button. Yes, that fired the intro track. Fired the intro, bro. Man, it's like we're we're like we're, like, we're high rolling now. We're yeah. like a, I mean, like a real real podcast. Like I a think real, we're a real podcast. Well, I mean, I think we have been a real podcast. You do too, because you've been listening. <laughs> we're we're amen. We're excited to be back. We've got man, we've got a lot planned. Yeah, that's we're so okay. Here's what happens, y'all. Mm-hmm. When you you get um Cody and I a, a roadcaster pro, yeah. yeah. And you get us a couple of pod mics. Mm. Um, we uh, start to take ourselves pretty seriously. Yes, we um, do. Yes, we do. And so we have a spreadsheet <laughs> for <laughs> the next twelve episodes. <laughs> we have it mapped out, y'all. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're playing. We're playing. We're prepared. That's a big deal. I mean, that's a that's a real big deal. Thanks to Garrett because he is the whiteboard king. Okay, I I am the whiteboard king. We we are all right. So we are sitting in our new studio yeah. in Cody's basement. Cody's basement. It's sweet. Dude, I, I mean, there's like there's like foam on the wall, foam there's like on the walls, mood man. lighting. It's pretty cool. Mood lighting. There's a little table. We got some it's, coffee. It's, we got some Fiji water, bro. Oh yeah. And here's here's the thing. Like, um, you know, when I said we're taking ourselves serious, seriously, like we're we're taking ourselves seriously in the sense that we're gonna start planning, yeah, and and prepping a little bit further out because we we see you and we take you seriously, yeah. Uh, you listeners, you guys are like, man, it's it's super cool to see that our listeners have not tapered. Even, no, man. even like even like while we've been gone, you were like, dude, like we're still pe- getting people are still listening to our stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we say this, we try to say this every episode, but thank you, yeah, like, absolutely, thank you, man, and thank you for waiting in the in the break, waiting in the break, waiting in the break. Wait, there's patience, man. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, it is. It's like it's like when the disciples and all the uh, all the people gathered in the upper room, waiting on the Holy Spirit to come. So, sort of, and the yeah. Holy Spirit came, yeah. That's kind of what it's like now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude. All right. So here we go. Aside from aside from like, you know, your amazing preaching about like what's going on in the upper room as people mm. are waiting on the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We we uh, we have a lot to catch up on. Man. Dude, we do. So the, our last episode that we released to everybody was our April Fools episode. April Fools episode, which actually was popular. Yeah, I was, we're talking about zombies. I know, man. And we man. had a guest on. Jacob Blower was on, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> so um anyway, we'll have to get Jacob back on. Yeah. Anyway, so um we we have a lot to catch up on. I want to back up real quick. Yeah. How much do you love that hiking trick? Bro, um, I, I honestly, and I don't just say this, like I think about it often. Really? Like I, I do. Um, I don't think about the second day where I was dying, going up the, oh. the up the hills and the rocks. You did great. <laughs> but, man, I did push myself, um, especially when we kind of broke off a little bit there yeah. and you guys went up the waterfall and I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going to try to see if I can do what I'm, what I think in my mind I can't do. And I just popped up those rocks and I did it. That was awesome. And I sat up there at that scenic view, and I was like, yeah. I cracked open a Slim Jim, and I said, <laughs> I just conquered that, which is, you know, 
What was that? What was that giant stinking meat stick you had? Gosh, like the, which one? No, it was like the it was a little mama or something oh, like that. Oh, the, the big mama. Do you want a mama? Do you want a mama? <laughs> the yeah. pickled sausage. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that thing looked disgusting, dude. It's great, man. Yeah, I got diarrhea just looking at it. Like, <laughs> you gotta watch them because, like, sometimes they have like gristle in them. And it makes it even worse. Yeah, you gotta watch over the gristle, <laughs> not the not the potential rat that's still like you know grind. Dude, back in the day, you used to get those in like a big jar at I, Sam's Club. No, gross. Like a big water jar of pickled no. sausage. <laughs> and man, they were delicious. But the sodium, dude, the sodium was killer. Like sodium was on heart attack level. Dude, that's disgusting. So I don't get them that often. No, anymore. you shouldn't. You yeah, shouldn't because I, I want to live. No, they yeah, they looked gross, but yeah, that was it was so much fun. That that it trip was. was a lot of fun. It really was. Um, yeah, I, we had a good time. We went to the beef house on the way home. Oh, dude, I still think about those rolls, those rolls oh, with that apple butter, man. That was good, dude. That was good. Um, my pork tenderloin was fantastic. I bet my burger was not as fantastic. It's oh, just it was just right. like a like a run of the mill like yeah. burger. I'm like, this is yeah. I should have gone through the buffet line thing. Yeah, I did not realize that there was pie at the end of that rainbow, but like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, nah, sixteen bucks ain't worth it. And then I paid thirteen dollars for my flipping burger. Yeah, and, and then, then it wasn't I'm that like, good. No, I could have spent three more dollars and got pie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of off topic, off topic, but kind of on topic. Sure. So burgers, yes, I I had a burger last night. Sure, that is it is probably in my top five greatest burgers of all Where time. Where from? Westwoods Lodge, where you have not been yet. I haven't been to Westwoods. You are a Springfield native, bro. Yeah. And you have yeah. to go. We have to go. I, I agree. Like, that's, that's, like, we have to go. Let's do it. Um, so, Let's this burger, I <laughs> forget the podcast. <laughs> uh, the burger was called Beast of the Woods. They just released it. Beast it's, of the Woods. It's a mix of, I think it said Norwegian whelk, elk. Norwegian whelk? Whelk. No, Norwegian whelk. <laughs> when do we? Norwegian whelk. <laughs> Norwegian elk, bison, beef, wagyu beef, and wild boar. Whoa. Dude, it was, I got it with some grilled onions. Grilled yeah. onions. Yeah. Dude, it was chef's kiss, man. So chef's good. Chef's kiss. It was mm. amazing. Okay. All right. Ooh, ooh, oh, Lord. I like it. I like it. I like Thank it. you, Jesus. Yeah, so okay, okay. Since since our trip, because we we went back in March, like like it was like yeah, March twenty fourth, right? In March, so there's been like Easter's happened since then. Oh man, Easter, yeah, yeah. Um, now Jacob and I, we went to this mega paintball weekend. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, you did. All right, so, I wasn't invited. Yeah, that's not true. I know. I, I know. invited <laughs> you. You're like, oh, I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> I don't. Um, so, but there's like three hundred people, and they split you in half. So it's one hundred fifty on one hundred fifty. It's awesome. It's like two days of paintball, but we we only did one. But there's like there's a three hour block nonstop Gosh. in the morning, and then there's a three hour block in the afternoon nonstop. Oh um, and it's it's so much fun, so That's much exhausting. Fun. It is very, very. <laughs> my legs still hurt. Um, like and it was two weeks ago at this point. At the time of recording, is two weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway, but like yeah, my my legs are still stiff because it was just so much crawling around out in the dirt and and mud and everything else. But as a wild man, it was so much fun. They, you know, there's. There is something, there's something that like gets your blood pumping when you got you know 150 people shooting shoot little little balls of paint at you, and so it's it, it's a good time. Uh, we got destroyed. Really? Like I played that, that. That was like I think my ninth time playing that event. Okay. I've been to it a lot. Your team or you like you and Jacob? Me personally. Oh, you personally got destroyed. Oh, everybody. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, our team. Our, our team. You're like, a team of 150? Uh, yes. Yeah, So because most of the people, like, Dang. that morning it started to rain and storm, and so a okay. lot of our team went back to the camp. Here's the thing. Uh, that, that This game has been going on for about 20 years. Yeah. Like, next year's their 20th anniversary, um, which is super cool. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm going to make sure I go and that kind of stuff. But, yeah. like, there's, there's developed a culture. So it turns out if you started this event, started playing it 20 years ago, and you're still going at this point. You don't really like running around out in the woods shooting people, right? You want you're there for the camping because yeah. there's every like these people most most of them the camp 
on site they, okay. and they they offer free firewood they've got a free shower house that you can rent your own porta potty like all wow, these things and so like amazing but like the camp culture people will get there on thursday the game doesn't start till saturday but like they're, okay. they're you know they got their campers and and so it's Man. it's wild it's like the woodstock of paintball it is not quite the Woodstock. Now, there is a Woodstock of paintball. <laughs> oh, okay. We will talk about that someday, but today is not the day. But <laughs> okay. I, got a, I got a new paintball gun. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did. I, I, saw I swapped a whole big old tote full of broken guns. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kyle Barton and Shout friends. Um, so I had a lot of friends that, like, they gave up paint, paintball. They didn't fix their stuff. They gave it to me, and they're like, All hey, right. if you want it, you can have it. I'm like, cool, I'll take it, and yeah. sat in the garage, and so... I was like, all right, I'm going to take this and see what I can get. Got a new paintball gun out of the deal. That's sweet, and it works. Dude, that's awesome. Works. So, um, that's what I'm talking about, man. It was, it was a good day. But, yeah, we did that. Um, and you do anything fun since, I mean, other than that crazy awesome burger? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, my life's been pretty pretty simple. I mean, I took on tutoring. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm tutoring students now um, as extra as some extra work. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call that fun, but, um, that's, <laughs> I mean, really it's just been, it's been, just been kind of like going back to work after spring break, um, kind of just plugging along, had testing to do state testing with the students. So that was kind of, you know, just getting by that. And really it's just been kind of working down here for the podcast space, yeah. getting everything ready for that. I mean, hanging out, you know, just living life. Yep. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. Not, not, I haven't really done anything new. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, man, that's cool. All right, so other stuff we want to catch up on. Yeah, stuff dude. that, you know, our listeners they know what's important to us. Well, here's what's important to us. We're having some coffee. We're having some coffee. Yeah, but I want to know. I want to mm-hmm. know before we like okay, talk about we co- talk about coffee, the, the coffee that we got in our our mugs right now. Yeah. Um, have you been drinking any really good coffee? Like, man, this is yes. Absolutely. What is it? Uh, two things. Two two coffees. Tree line. Okay. Which I let you try some. Yeah. Um, I think I had the educator for you. Yeah. Right. And it had a little bit of like apple butter tasting notes. Yeah, sure. You know, which is what it said. You know, it was it was a little acidic. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again. Like yeah, so, I think again. I think I you know I'm gonna throw it through the AeroPress. Yeah. Because the AeroPress is gonna you know get all those tasting notes. Yeah. Right out and there. I'm gonna give. Man, I, I think I'm just sold to Arrowroot Coffee in Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, I, I think I'm just sold. Um, I got their Thailand single origin. Yeah, which is a uh, I think he calls it a select, which is not going to be it's not going to be all the time. Sure, he's, he does different regions at certain times, and uh, I had never personally tried a, a coffee from Thailand. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and I also got their Ethiopia, which I've already had their Ethiopia, and it's yeah. my favorite. Um, oh, man. That and their Tanzania is my favorite. Um, but I went Ethiopia this time. So, yeah. Yeah, man. No, and uh, I can't remember. Did we ever talk about the Mad Goat stuff on? Uh, I know yeah. we talked about what we had at the roastery. Yeah, I think we talked about Sumatra. I can't remember. It was fantastic. If we did, yeah. didn't talk, because I, thought, I thought we had it that morning of second day. You're right. So we hadn't Correct. tried it yet. Correct. But, man, it was good. We talked about buying it. Yeah, it was super good. It was, it was super good. Garrett, uh, let me just let me just tell you guys, if there's anybody ever out there that makes you coffee like Garrett makes his friends or makes himself, marry that person. That's right. I, I can't marry him, but I can marry him as my friend. There you go. I can marry him in a different way for for life. <laughs> Man, this is awkward now. <laughs> yeah. um, so but, you know me. Hey, and, and you talked about. I can't remember if we talked about it on the, the podcast or not. But like, uh, there's a, a new coffee shop here in town, the mm-hmm. Yellowbird Coffee well, Shop. Yellowbird Coffee. Yeah. And um, I haven't tried it yet. So, dude, like, I was there today with one of my friends from high school. Yeah. And uh, and um, it was so good. It was so good. I, I'm seeing their stuff on on their social media is. Is popping. I like, haven't followed them on social they, media. It looks amazing. And I'm I like, got the sticker. Like, so oh. I got the stickers on the fridge now. Oh. It's, a, it's a legit. I think, all right. I may go not, Saturday. I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a hot take because okay. I, I think after you try it, you're okay. like, this is, duh. It's the best coffee in Springfield. Okay. Best coffee in Springfield. I will say they're, they're, um, what I'm seeing from their social media is that they know how to do coffee. Yeah. I and mean, I'm like, all right. Like their 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 branding was for the love of coffee, and I'm like, all right, it's it's there, man. Like their cortado, 
so good. Oh, okay. Okay. And they do the art and everything, like the coffee art. I don't know. I didn't see that. Oh, I just okay. drank it. They do. But, uh, and then they, uh, and then I had like a, it's a cold brew, but mm-hmm. they, they have like frozen bricks, not like multiple yeah. bricks, like one big old stick of, of frozen coffee they put yeah. in your cold brew. Mm. Like the, uh, until the very last sip, mm. you, t- you taste coffee. It tastes like coffee. Man, that's you never have that watery kind of like half cream, half yeah. flavor, half coffee. Yeah, that's what I saw someone posted. So there's a there's a coffee group now. You know, like there's a there's a Facebook food group for Springfield. Now there's a Facebook coffee group for Springfield, Whoa. and it it just kills me on there all the time because everybody gets on there like, oh, we went to Scooters today and it was just the best coffee I've ever had, dude. Listen, I don't know if you guys know Scooters. But I hate scooters. Okay. It's not good coffee. It's fine. Yeah. I'd rather go to Dunkin'. Uh, you guys didn't see my face. That was wrong. <laughs> like, what he said there okay, was wrong. You know what? I take that back. I repent. I would not rather go to Dunkin'. Yeah. But I just, I, everything I've had from scooters, I have not liked. Their, see, their cold brew was way too watery. Well, um, dude, you got to get the, what we call it, the rocket fuel. I can't remember what they call it. I, I think it's the scooter shooter. But okay. they, it's their cold brew, which is already high caffeine content. And then they, they put a shot of espresso mm. in there. Okay. Dude. Yeah, I don't know. Jet fuel. Yeah, I don't know. I just, no. I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I, I'm ready for a place like Yellowbird to come in and really do good craft coffee. Yeah, My only complaint is that the, the building is small. Yeah, and I, it's not convenient for me to get to, at least. It's not convenient for anybody. To get What's to. the parking like? Crappy. Yeah, see. <laughs> I mean, like, so I really want to go. Uh, I really want to go, you know. Yeah, no, it, it's it's good. Uh, and then, but what we're drinking tonight's good, too. It's the from the blend. The blend in, technically, it's Washington, Illinois. It's right outside of Peoria. It's I'm a little, you know. disc golf in Washington. Dude, this, this was the place. I tried this place. When I first moved to Illinois, when I first moved to the area, they they do flavored coffee really well. I don't always sign on to flavored coffee, but I, I love two, two brands that do flavored coffee, and it's these guys and Bones Coffee. Okay. Um, I almost bought from Bones because yeah. they were doing the, the What the Fluff yeah. sort of Now, I, I haven't had their um, What the Fluff. That's the cotton candy, right? Yeah, but it was like the, everybody got a free bag of What the Fluff with okay. your order. Yeah. And so, like, I was pretty close to ordering, but I was like, actually, none of this sounds appealing to me. I'm yeah. not a flavored coffee guy. So Yeah, now, I, you, I think you would be surprised. What I need to do is I need to get a sample pack in the summer, and, and like, we just do, like, a coffee tasting. Um, I'm going to perfect cold brew this summer. Just so you're aware, yeah, like you that's on to. my list. You need I'm to perfecting. Get, get you a toddy. I, I I got a cold brew. Oh, okay. Thing, it's like the yeah. the number one off brand, like okay, Amazon choice recommended. There you go, deal. Man. And my only complaint was there was a lot of silt at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if I take it and I run it through my Chemex after it's steeped overnight, and mm-hmm. then you know put it back in the in the pitcher, I'm gonna love it. Yeah, Ooh, love it. It's gonna be nice, clean, yeah, man. crisp, wonderful. Yeah. Well, anyway, this coffee is bourbon pecan. It kind of tastes like a Highlander grog. Mm, I agree with that. Now, Bones has a really good Highlander grog. That's one of my favorite flavors from them. Yeah, I mean, I like Highlander grog's good. Yeah, but yeah. I just, I mean, like, I kind of like just the taste of coffee. But I, I'm so hooked on single origin right now that I don't even want to. Like, I used to kind of do blends. Instead of single origin, but now I'm so single origin that I'm like, that's all I want. I single just try. Fun, yeah. And I and, and I like I have a hard time going back to the same region. I'm like I want to try every different region I see. You know? I got you. So. I got you. All right. So um, been drinking good coffee. Been doing some fun stuff. Yeah. What are you reading and learning in the last couple months, bro? Um, I finished. Uh, oh, gosh, what did I read last? I I, I asked you questions. I'm not really sure what you did. Oh, my last. goodness. I, well, I finished one book, but I, now I don't remember what it was. It must have been very impactful. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, I'm reading Mere Christianity right now uh, by C.S. Lewis. Okay. And, uh, man, he, his, his, his writings are just, they're top-notch. Yeah, and there there's stuff that he's saying in there, and it, how he's tying it in, and and literally how he's breaking it down from the very like he he kind of comes in from a all right these are the arguments 
sure. of Christianity. All right, these are the these are the you know the back and forth that you're going to get. But then he kind of comes in it with this very simplistic view of us, of God, and then kind of comes in with Jesus, and it's just this beautiful weaving so and just like. Have you read the book? Yeah, I mean, like, I I think I've read like, <laughs> yeah, I think I've read like eighty percent of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I get the point. Like, you know, it's yeah. the the idea, the introduction of the natural law, and yes, then like yes, you yes. know the our our inability to meet the natural law on our own. Yep. You know, yep. all these other religions talk about natural law. The way that we justify ourselves is through action. Yeah. The problem is we just cannot do enough good That's to it. to tip the scale. Uh, or at what point in time are you just so bad it don't matter? Yeah. You know, like, that's the other thing. If you really could, like, if you're good, can outweigh your bad. Um, like, at, at what point, like, it just don't matter. Yeah, you man. don't have enough time left. You know, you can't possibly be good enough. Anyway, so he sets that so up. Powerful. We could We could dive all the way deep down into oh, yeah. Christianity. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, and it's one of those books that's so beautiful. Like, the way he writes it is, like, he's not coming at it from a theological aspect, but it's so theological, but he's even saying, he's like, no, he's like, I'm just, I'm just giving what I'm, what I think of it. Like, don't, I'm not a scholar. I'm not a theologian. I'm just giving you what I think of it. And it's just, it's beautiful. Well, I don't, okay. I'm going to ruin our wonderful spreadsheet right here because I want to continue this conversation, but I want to continue at the end of our podcast. Like when we usually get into like the meat of the thing, yeah, yeah, because like, I really like this conversation. It's actually a conversation I just had with a student. I've Ooh. actually had with two students. Um, we've talked about mere Christianity in the last two weeks. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, because it's 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 so straightforward, but we're going to talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are just now like picking up, we're talking about doubt is what we're going to be, what we're going to be landing on yeah. here because this is like mere Christianity. I would say it's like, it is the, um, the gold standard for apologetics for everybody. Oh man, it's so yeah, that's like it. That's, that's, it. that's what I would say. It's like it's like if you want a baseline like apologetics yep. book, if you're not sure what apologetics means, it just means, it means like yeah. you know, it, it means having an answer yep. for the yep. faith that we claim to have. So yep. like questions, answers. So good. We're gonna talk about that here at the end. I want to do I want I do want to preview what's coming down the 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 pike though for us yeah, in man. this podcast because we're not gonna always hijack the spreadsheet. Um, I mean, I didn't, we didn't even mean to. Yeah, but you, you got me going, and oh, I love sorry. that book. It's, it's so such, good. It's a good book, man. I'm not even finished with it yet. I'm almost halfway through it, but it's just so good. And doubts are so fun to talk about because it it's is. Like, um, anyway, we're not going to get there yet. So, um, real, real quick though, like a couple things that I'm reading. I'm mm-hmm. I, I've been telling you, been talking up how to hear God. Yeah, man, so good. You're hyping it, man. So good. It's uh, Pete Gregg. It's G R E I G. Okay. Um, he uh, he kills it, and like that, you know that the book is going to be good mm-hmm. when the forward is John Mark Comer saying that someday he gr- he wishes that he could grow up Ooh. to have the spiritual depth that Pete Gregg has, and oh. and that this is the best book on hearing God that he's ever read. Oh my now, goodness, John Mark Comer. He's a well-read individual. Yes, he is. Like, and he he's a pretty deep thinker. So for him to say, like, oh, this is this is the gold standard. This is the best mm. I've ever read. Dude, Ooh. I've been listening to it. And I listened to it, and then I went ahead and bought it on Kindle so that I can go back and highlight stuff because I'm like, I'm going to be using this okay. for the next. Like, this is where, this is where I'm going to be going back to. Okay. Super good. Um, so we're going to spend some time in that. Yeah, we are. In the next few episodes. I'm excited. Uh, we've got... Some some guests lined mm. up. We're talking about. <laughs> yes, we do. We're talking about uh, a book that you've wanted to talk about, which is fight. Fight is that Craig Rochelle? Rochelle. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I do not want to fight Craig Rochelle. I think he'd break my. That face. dude is a beast. Oh my gosh, he's just like, a walking muscle. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can't remember if it. it I feel like I, I've seen his daily schedule before. Yeah, he, he works out for like he does two hours a day. He talked about it in in one of his. I used to listen to his leadership podcast all the time, and I I've pretty much read every book except maybe a few. But he's got some new ones out. He does, yeah. Um, but he he talked about working. I'm like, man, this dude. And I mean, when you watch him preach, like he doesn't even have to flex, and he's flexing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he is he is jacked. I, I I love him a lot. I like his content. We're talking about that. Uh, we got prayer coming up. Hey, like twelve weeks is going to take us into camp season. 
Dude, so, yeah. Uh, if you're just jumping in, I'm a youth pastor. That means I go, like, during the summer, I'm on tour. We're out. Uh, you're on tour? Yeah, no. We're he out going the to youth camp. Pastor. I'm out there sleeping on twin XL mattresses that are made <laughs> out of rubber uh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're excited about that. We're going to talk a little bit about camp, talk about some of the, the cool things that come yeah, out man. of of our church camp time. Um, I, we're going to be previewing one of my messages um, that yeah. we're, that's coming out in uh, in July. July. So, uh, talking talking through that, um, and then yeah, we we got we got a lot in store. Yeah, man, we got a lot in store. And our next episode next week, uh, uh, we are pumped about. We're going to preview that at the end what's, of what's going to happen on episode. that episode. Uh, we're we're inviting our friend Mike back. Mike so, Skags. Yep. So Mike Mike's going to be in here with us. We're going to be skagging in the dark. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I have to make everything awkward. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be hanging out with Mike. It's going to be good. Um, and Mike's a friend of the show, and he, he loves being on our podcast. He really does. He man. loves it. Like, it's his, uh, and, it's his favorite. And it's and, and, and people get on to us. They, I don't know. Well, they get on to me, and they're like, you need to have Mike back on. Who? <laughs> people at church. Is it Mike? My mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if the people, Tatum. If the people at church is 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 Mike <laughs> yeah. and, and Mike's wife because she wants him out of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like that's that doesn't count. So uh, yeah, but we got we got a lot in store. We're excited about that. We are going to continue. Here's the, here's the things that never change. We're always going to be talking about what's in our cup. We're also yeah. going to be talking about love of Jesus. Yep. We also want to always highlight a ministry partner that's doing something really cool. Yeah, uh, because like we're not hashtag sponsored yet. Yet it's going to happen. I believe it is. Yeah, I mean we got, we got some feelers out there. We do. I've been sending some emails. Yeah, and you know? and like you know to be honest, like a lot of um, like the new technology and the stuff that we are are feeling the fruit of it's it's been because people have stepped up and yeah, they're, they're excited about either uh we got somebody who bought a mic somebody donated the 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 yeah. roadcaster i mean like it's it's, it's cool stuff like and so we're, we're thankful for that um so if you uh if you're looking for our wish list um yep yep yep, yep. yeah we've got some we got we like if you've got a couple matching leather armchairs yes they don't even have to be real leather yeah they don't even have to be leather no, don't have to be real leather they don't even have to like we we just we're 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 trying to deck out the basement. Yeah. Um. Eventually. Yeah. Bringing in like a video to our yeah, podcast. Yeah, we would like to do that. To to help you know help you see mm. and experience what we're seeing and experiencing. Yeah, because our little you know facial uh, expressions they're golden, but nobody gets to see them. Yeah, all those times where I'm not speaking, I'm saying a lot. It's usually <laughs> with my eyebrows. <laughs> and the moments that I make him awkward is just incredible, and you can't see it. Yeah, it's, it is true. It's true. <laughs> uh, but again, we want to highlight some some ministry partners. We got yeah. one loaded up right now. Why don't you? You want to tell us anything about? Yeah, it? I do. Go uh, a good friend of mine. Um, a little bit of background to our friendship. Back when I was back in the day, when I was traveling around the backwoods of West Virginia and rapping. Oh yeah, uh, I was a hip hop hoper for Jesus, <laughs> and <laughs> I was a hip hop artist. Um, there was a there was a little youth group. I mean, it wasn't really little, but it was nestled in the little town of Hamlin, West Virginia, and uh, the youth pastor was a guy named Will Basham. And me and him really connected very well. We did a lot of youth events together back in that time. And then he went off and planted a church um, in uh, the Huntington area of West Virginia. Um, and, man, that church is popping. Popping. They planted a church through the Acts 29 uh Church Planning Network. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but super I cool. Have. And not only did they plant that church, they've planted multiple churches in West Virginia through that kind of network. So it's just been incredible to see. And we're going to hear from him and uh, hear about what he's got going on right now with his ministry. Hey, this is Will Basham. I'm an author and editor of the new book, Church Out Here, Insights from Small Town Churches. In this book, there are 12 of us who write about various topics dealing with ministry in small town places. It's a very practical book. Would love for you to pick it up. I hope it blesses you. You can find it at ruralchurchvoices.com. Yeah, so that's awesome to hear and see about what he's doing. Um, so it's uh, small town ministry. 
There's yeah, nothing man. like it. There's really not. There's yeah, really not. I mean, like you know, there's there's so it is it's so interesting because like um, I've I've worked in two small town churches and then I've yeah. worked in two like um, urban like well suburban I don't know like I don't know what you call hope but like in the mm. sort of city yeah church I'm not sure I would call it a city I know some people here wouldn't call this a city yeah or whatever so any, anyway uh, but those small towns like you end up like you are such an integral part of the community yeah not just like you're not just a big part of your church yep it's like everybody knows who you are yep. and everybody knows like what you're, what you're around for and especially youth ministry small town youth ministry most small towns they got one youth ministry oh yeah man. one yeah. And so they all show sure. up to the same place. And so it's it's a cool thing. Uh, I'm it glad is. that Will's got a book out there for yeah, man. pastors that are in those rural spots. I, yeah. I you know, I got a lot of friends in those in those spaces. So yeah, it'd be it, he he's just man, it's he's been doing incredible stuff. At his church, real quick, they do something really cool. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do truck bed baptisms. Yeah, they did. And it dude, it was so cool. Like he would preach from he would preach from the truck bed. <laughs> <laughs> he would like preach from it. And then like they would baptize, I think. I probably don't even getting that wrong. But anyway, uh they're doing incredible yeah, things. That's super cool. Uh they're doing incredible things at New Heights Church in uh West Virginia. West Virginia. All right, so let's uh let's go ahead and hit our topic that we yeah, just we just surprised ourselves in our audience yep. with um so thanks for thanks for getting that going so you're talking about mere christianity yeah and so mere christianity specifically about doubts that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so one of the things that um that i wanted to like you know lay out here what I, what i love about what he what he says here is he um immediately leads in with this idea of the natural law yeah so um so you want to like Give us the elevator pitch. What's the natural law? Oh, gosh, man. You give it. Fine. <laughs> You're the well-spoken one. I don't, <laughs> and I don't have the book in front of me, so what? I, I would need notes. For real? You don't need notes. I need notes. Like, I'm the guy that I need notes. You, this guy, guy, like, let me just tell you, this guy needs nothing. He gets up. He, just, he goes on these beautiful, uh, holy, ghost-filled soliloquies, and they're incredible. And I'm not just pumping his head up. He's very good. I need notes in front of me. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like natural <laughs> law, the the beauty of the natural law stuff is it's supposed to. You're not supposed to need notes because it's it's so straightforward. But it's like this idea that throughout all of human history and yeah. multiple different cultures and multiple different religions and multiple different like groups and places mm-hmm. throughout humankind, there are some things that we've always valued. It's yeah. wrong to steal stuff. Yep. It's wrong to hurt people. It's wrong to, uh, you know, it's 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 wrong to um, put other people down. It's wrong to lie about things. It's yep. wrong, wrong to cheat. It's wrong to, um, like, it, it, all those things. So, um, and there's a sanctity around relationships, you know. And I know culturally, some cultures are more um, open to, like, polygamy or open marriage, that kind of stuff. But... Yeah. Many cultures are not. And so there is something hardwired into us. Now, yep. some people like to call that that's like our humanness or like that's what makes us different from the animals. It's like our conscience mm-hmm. or whatever. It's really hard to biologically explain why that is superior. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Because like survival of the fittest says, if I want what you have and mm-hmm. I can take it from you, yep. it's mine. Yep. That, that is that is it. Absolutely. You know, or... Um, if, if you wrong me and I don't like it, survival of the fittest says you out of here. Yep. Like, you know, or uh, whatever, whatever that looks like. So, um, that, that whole concept biologically doesn't quite make sense. And when we look throughout human history, especially on this side of history, like we look at conquest and stuff like that and, and we are figuring out, Hey, maybe, maybe it's wrong to take lands from people, resources yeah. from people, yeah. people from their homelands yeah. without 
asking them <laughs> careful now know, like and and then taking them and putting them in places <laughs> right, uh, right like right. you know it's wrong we we've, we've decided that, hey this that's that's not kind that's not good that's not a very um good human sort of thing but right. where does that come from where does this sentiment of good human come from mm. he argues it's natural law if there's a natural law it had to have come from someplace mm-hmm. biologically it doesn't quite make sense and so it it creates the opening for a creator yeah um not even like yes just look around the world i mean like you know the the fact that this is accidental yeah. is insane. Yeah, one of my my friends, um, his name's Tommy. He talks about um, how the randomness of the world. Like, mm-hmm. if you if you just if you were walking through the woods, yeah, and you found an iPhone mm-hmm. on the ground, yeah, perfectly like working condition iPhone, yeah, you picked it up. Mm-hmm. What would you assume? What would I assume? What would you assume? I would assume someone left it there. Yeah, they got dropped. Someone, someone dropped left it. it. Somebody, yeah. you know, like, he said, like that is the natural idea because it's yeah. so intricately woven right. together right. to become what it is. You would not anticipate that all of the natural things needed to make that thing happen and yeah, work yeah, yeah. over time just happened to blow together in form and make everything. That's his thing. It's like. You know, it's like having a tornado roll through a junkyard and mm-hmm. randomly assemble a 747 jet. Like, you know, right? that works. Right. So that that's like, there's those whole arguments. He doesn't even hit that. Like C.S. Lewis, like, I don't remember him hitting that, does he? Um, it's it's not in depth. Okay. He kind of skims it. Yeah, but he his main crux is he's leaning on the conscience of people. Yes. Natural law. He's also te- te- or talking to a post-war yes. England. Yes. So they know. Yeah. The, they know the the heinousness, the the yes, horror of what people are capable of. Yeah. And saying we are heartbroken by this, we're grieved by this. All right. So sets up natural law that opens the door for a creator, a creative being, a god. If there is a god, now we have this problem that this god who handed down this natural law, he must be able to satisfy this mm-hmm. natural law. This must be a standard of excellence handed down to us by said God. Yep. Now, again, many cultures, they regard whatever their God is yep. as a, like a moral ideal. Yep. Like, like this is the gold standard. We're going to throw out the Roman gods and goddesses, but like, you right. know, there's a moral standard there or like somehow mm-hmm. this God has influence and control over the lives that we live, you know, whatever those things are. Yeah. So that's where he's pointing at. And the problem is, is we can't fully satisfy that. So what do we do there? There's only one religion. Yeah. Where it offers what it takes for us to be satisfied. And that is Christianity. Christianity. And that's because in every other religion, you have to be good enough, give enough, sacrifice enough, Yep. clap, dance, do whatever. Yep. Like, enough to satisfy god and then you might 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 yeah accrue blessing might so there's a uh so when he was talking about he was kind of talking about that natural law he was kind of talking about the morals he was he was kind of discussing like looking at people and saying oh they're good or they're bad uh there was a quote that i actually had saved from that and i'll, I'll share it if I love want, it. If you want me to. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, this is why we take notes. Right, right. Uh, so it says, or you may say a tree is a bad tree because it does not give you as much shade as you expected. But all you mean is that the stone or the tree does not happen to be convenient for some purpose of your own. You really know that given the weather and the soil, the tree could not have been any different. What we, from our point of view, call a bad tree is obeying the laws of its nature just as much as a good tree. All right. Help us make sense of that. You help. I, I said it so you can help me. Make no, sense no, no, of no, it. no, 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 no. I just think he's, he's kind of discussing, um, he's kind of going, you know, I'm not as, I'm not as elegant. It don't matter. Uh, as you are. But I think he's, he's kind of saying, you know, we can call a bad person a bad person, but that person is operating um, in the sense of, you know, what they're, what their position is or what they are accustomed to or what they've been uh, kind of growing into just the same way as a good person is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, <laughs> you grow where you're planted sort of thing. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. You know, some, some, 
situations are like not. I'm calling this person bad because he's not being or he or she is not doing what I feel like they should be doing to make it convenient for me. But that person is literally just being what they're being. Yeah. Uh, according to what they know. Okay. You know, I, I, mean? I, I get what you're you, saying. You know what? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he expands all this. He does. We love it. Fantastic. I love it. It's like, amazing. It's something I continually go back to because you don't have to have like science and reason, logic, all these other things. And yeah. like, you know, if, if we get into a scientific debate, I'm probably going to lose it. Oh man, like, me too. I, um, am, I am like, I just, I'm not, I'm not equipped to that end, but like Same here. if we look at the world around us, there is something, I, I believe this, I believe that there's something wired within us yep. that desires eternity. Yeah. There's Absolutely. something wired within us that, that desires goodness and order. Yep. Like there is something wired within us that like that wants us to mm. be justified. Yep. We don't like being in trouble like, right. like we don't like that we don't enjoy that mm. and so like there's there's something within us that we see throughout yeah like throughout humankind and history and all these other things mm. that are hard to put your finger on yeah without the existence of a god but if there is a god mm-hmm. who in fact did create us yep who in fact does love us yep and who has this natural order and law mm-hmm. that is imprinted upon us, and we know we can't satisfy it, there is a guilt that comes with that. Yeah. So. So where does depravity come in with this? What do you mean? Like, we're having a conversation of like, okay, there's a, there's a part of us that we want to be justified. Sure. We don't want to be bad. Yeah. We want to be good. Uh-huh. But what about the conversation that says, no, we're all depraved. We're all bad. And that's what we're always going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what, like, where is the balance between those two yin and yangs? Because I do think there's a balance there. I don't think we're... Well, I don't know that there is. Because I think that, like, I think that at our core, mm-hmm. what even in if we're looking at Scripture, mm-hmm. at our core, mm-hmm. we are selfish. Yep. Like, absolutely. we want to do what we want to do. Absolutely. Now, we feel guilty about it. And we can't always put our finger on why. Sure. Like, because it doesn't seem to really make sense. Like, if if it really is all about me mm-hmm. and I am the center of my own universe, yeah. I should not care who I have to step on to get for me. Yeah. So, like, but, like, the tension there yeah, is that yeah, yeah. we want what we want. Yeah, but we also <laughs> want to like we want yeah. to feel good about ourselves. Yeah, like we want to feel like like generally. Now yeah. there's some people out there that don't I was gonna say yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be people that outliers. don't feel anything. There's outliers in all things, but like you know, generally people want to be regarded as a good person. Yeah, like like and and good people mm-hmm. care about other people. That's what we've determined is yeah. goodness. Yep, and so, um, yeah. It, it, anyway. All, all that he's doing, he's opening the door mm-hmm. for a conversation about just look at the world around you. Yeah. Is there a God? Yep. If there's a God, what do you do with what do you do with the gap between you and God? Yeah. If there's a gap between you and God, if there is a God and there is a gap between you and God, if you're able to accept those two things, how do you close the gap? And the only answer is Jesus. The only answer. The only answer is Jesus. I can't remember if he's the one who talks about like the um, the certainty mm-hmm. of an empty grave. Mm. Uh, does he talk about? I that haven't got. Th- I haven't got there yet. Um, I don't know if that's him or not. I'm not. I'm not. It's been a while. I'm not quite halfway through mere Christianity, so I don't think. I don't think he's hit that yet. If it's him, okay. Well, all right. So here's what I want to do. Um, mere Christianity, that's like the elevator pitch. Those are the things that I always pull out when people are talking about doubts and God, is God real? Those kind of things. Like, yeah. you know, like I think that there is a personal wrestling. But here's what I want to ask you. Okay. Like when it comes to doubt, mm-hmm. what do you think prevents people from voicing their doubt in the church? Oh gosh! Because I I don't oh. know about you. I I got a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. God, like I'm a like I'm a professional church worker. I talk to people about their doubts all the time. Yeah, I still have my own doubts, my yeah. own questions, my own things that I don't really understand. The things I struggle with, mm. like, 
But mm. w- what I noticed, though, mm-hmm. especially working with teenagers, yep, is there is a hesitance and a great overwhelming shame to say it is difficult yep. for me to believe in a God that I cannot see and a Savior that existed 2,000 years ago yep. that says he rose from the grave. Yep. Like, and there's shame surrounding that. But that sounds ludicrous. Like, it, it sounds crazy. Absolutely. So for us to like say that it's like, but where does where? Yeah, why do you think that people okay. have a hard time? Um, so we actually, uh, me, so me and the youth leaders, um, um, we just talked about this. We just had a conversation about this going through your curriculum. We were we were talking about how to handle questions and yeah. talking about okay when these questions pop up. Now we talked about it from the perspective of being youth leaders and dealing with child, you know, kids, students. Um, but I think for the longest time, I guess for me personally, look, I guess looking at my life and then also being in ministry and dealing with, um, dealing with questions, man, questions were so taboo Mm. because if there was any type of doubt or question, it was like, oh, well, this is what scripture said. I got you. Well, this is what, and and it would, it would just, this really churchy response. And, and, and that's my background. That's coming from, from where I'm, where I'm coming from. Like for me, it was, if there was any type of question at all, it was met with, well, that's, well, are you questioning scripture? Yeah. Um, so I think that, I think that questions in general, and, and if you look at, um, we talked about, Leanna actually mentioned an, an amazing point. She validates every question that a student gives. Yeah. And that's, that's the best way to do it. It's she validates it to the point where even if it's a stupid question, she does not acknowledge it to be a stupid question. She says, Hey, thank you for, thank you for your question. Thank you for your response. And that's actually what I do uh, in class. Like there was some, there's some kids who ask some stupid questions, but I don't want them to crawl back into a hole and never ask a question again. So I'm not going to ridicule that question. Right. I, if I don't know the answer or if I think it's a stupid question, I'm going to try to walk them to, you know. A better question. A better question yeah. and and get it there. So I think the church has really, uh, for lack of a better, you know, response, I guess we have not validated people's questions. And we've made it to where people have crawled back into their hole and, we, and they say, well, we can't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, we went just recently went through rooted yeah, and a guy had questions. And what I loved about the class, what I loved about our group is nobody kind of jumped up against him. Cause some of his questions were like, man, okay. But like nobody jumped up. Every one of us kind of just like swooped in and just validated his questions, validated his doubts and just kind of talked him through some scripture that may help him. And I, and I remember talking to him like, Hey, listen, man, there's some apologetic study Bibles that if you like questions and if you like doubts, man, they're amazing. I love apologetics anyway. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I just think that we have kind of pushed questions to the side and I don't know, people have kind of felt like, well, we can't ask these questions. Sure. Yeah. I, I think that there's, there's some truth to that. And, and you know, one of the things that, that I'm proud of is that we we do a lot to create room for doubt. Yeah, like, um, like there's 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 opportunity for questions. I try, especially on Sunday yeah. nights, I try to voice questions like from the stage, like, "Hey, this should blow your mind." Yeah, like this should be hard to believe. Yeah, like these should like you should be wondering to yourself, "Is this really true?" Yeah, like because that's that's a helpful question to ask. Yep. Because it's going to lead you to the place where you have to justify it. Like, yep. boom! It's like you have to you have to be able to say, you know what, this doesn't all make sense. But because of I feel strongly and in my faith here, yep. Like I don't think this this thing that is hard to believe. I don't think it it changes what I'm confident in. Mm. And like so, like that's that's the reason we allow doubt. Yeah, because it's that tug of war. Because yep. the the reality is is we are living in the not yet. You know, the already but not yet sort come of on, thing. Paul Tripp. Oh, come on, man. But uh <laughs> but like having having that tension. Yeah. And anyway, the other thing I think of because I was actually talking um recently with with Emily about this and, and just like 
um, talking about specifically doubts. And yeah. I think that there's something scary mm-hmm. initially. Yep. If you grew up in the church. Yep. About pulling the thread. Yep. Because it's like, well, if this isn't true, mm-hmm. then what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Then what is all of this for? Yep. What have I been wasting my time with? What are my parents wasting their time with? Yep. What is, like, what is this building? What are these people that have jobs talking about? All, like, what is Absolutely. like, what is, what is this camp experience? What are what, all these things? Like, so yep. there is a fear of, of pulling the thread yep. and it all unraveling. But with that though, it's kind think, of where I was going. Um, Go ahead. Well, I think it paralyzes people. Yeah. I think it's like, I'm not willing, because I think the reality, especially at Hope, like, yeah. you know, like maybe your church context, wherever you're listening, there mm-hmm. is no room for doubt. At our church, there's lots of it. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, we, we, we welcome, we welcome the question, we welcome the yep. skeptic. Yep. Like, like that is, that is one of the things that is core to um, our values. Yeah. Is we, we want we want you yes. to to critically think about this because yeah. if you're just mindlessly following, mm-hmm. you're not growing. Exactly, you're just, dude. You're just grazing. Exactly. Like, 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 like we hold, want, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you're not, you're not growing. You're just grazing. Uh, okay. Somebody, but, I'm telling you, need someone needs to tweet that. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, but like, you know, there's like, you know, we like, we want, we want you to wrestle with it. Yeah. We want you to like because what's going to happen is you're going to grow. There. Yeah. There's. You, there's. There's growing in that resistance and there's some tension. And, and I love, like, so one of the things that like always, one of the pieces that Jesus talks about that, like I never like, mm-hmm. and it, and it frustrates me because I'm like, what's your deal here, Jesus? Like when he, <laughs> yeah. when he talks to his disciples and they ask him to explain parables and he's like, um, I speak to them in parables so that by seeing they don't understand or hearing they don't know or whatever that thing is. Like yeah, he yeah. says, I'm like, what are you being cryptic for? Yeah. <laughs> the reason he's being cryptic yeah. is because it causes us to think and try to put to things together right. instead of Jesus saying, here are all the secrets of the kingdom. That's right. See what you like. It's yeah. like, here, I'm going to give you the, the secrets of the kingdom in such a way that it's it's, it's hard to understand, yeah. but you're going to have to put the pieces together yourself. And when you put the pieces together, you're going to learn a lot about the complete picture because you've actually had to work for it. So yep. it's like... Well, I mean, the, the treasure is the hunt, right? Oh, treasure's the hunt. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we have these doubts, and if it doesn't paralyze us, what happens when we seek? Oh, you you we'll learn. Find it. You learn. And so, like, my thing, because like, every year, Every every year at camp, somebody comes, a kid comes to me. He's like, oh, "Dan, I just I'm having a struggle with all these things," and the, yeah, you know. And we talk about it. But my final thing, because there was a kid I had the same conversation with him three years in a row. Finally, the third year, he yeah. realized he's like, "You know what? We've had this conversation yeah. the last three years." He's like, "Until I take ownership of my doubts, mm. it's not gonna matter what you say." Mm. And he, he's very self aware. I've been telling him that for the last three years <laughs> of like, hey, you got to do some work here. Yeah. Cause if you're just believing what I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, you got to, it's knock. not going to be enough. Yep. It's not going to be enough. Yeah. Like you, you need to satisfy this on your own. And that's going to require a little bit of exploration. It's going to require a little bit of critical thinking. And there's beauty in that though. And, and, and you know what? It's messy. Yeah. It's messy. Like yeah. my, my mind has changed about scripture. Yeah. Me too. All the time. Yep. All the time. Yep. And it's and it's not that I'm doubting who Jesus is or the no. existence of a God. No. Like, I'm not doubting any of the core principles. Right. But what I'm saying is, wait a minute, maybe these things, if I, if I turn them, twist this makes a little bit more I see yeah. what God's doing here. I see what Jesus is getting at. Right. I see what, like, you know. Don't say I, twist. Don't say twist. What? Twist. Don't twist scripture. Well, okay. But, like, <laughs> I was thinking, like, a, a Rubik's Cube is what I'm thinking. It's like, well, I mean, it's pretty close. There's a lot of yellow here, but there's still a yeah, few yeah, yeah. white and blue squares. So, it's like, you yeah. know, you twist it to try to get it to all, like, click. And then you got one side of the square done. Yep. You know, I don't know how to do a Rubik's Cube. Me but either. I've heard. I've heard you do it one side at a time. Um, yeah, there were some students last year that did it. And I was like, how in the world did you do that? Yeah, you I can't know. do math. Whatever. <laughs> anyway yeah man uh, there's there's just when we can get past that initial fear and that parallel you know being paralyzed by what's going to happen when we when we find that there's a beauty in the exploration 
even even though it gets messy, even though you know you go, there's there's such man the some of the hardest times of my life, but also the most rewarding was the times where I was seeking. Mm-hmm. I was I was in that exploration mode when it it wasn't pretty on the outside, yeah. but man internally. Like I, that, that seeking was really powerful. Oh, for sure. And and the thing is too is like you know, there's there's, I think, I think that sometimes sometimes we don't ask the questions that we have because we feel like there's not space for it. Like yeah. what you said at the beginning. Sure. I think sometimes we don't ask the questions that we have because if we start pulling on that thread. We're afraid everything will unravel. Yep. and we'll be left with nothing, and that's yep. terrifying. I think the other thing is that there, there's a, there, I think there's a legitimate holy fear that people have. Yeah. That if I begin to question God, he's going to smite me or cast me it's into not hell. not true. No, it's not. He and, welcomes it. Well, and, and the, the thing is, if you look throughout all of, of human history, yeah. it's like people have always questioned God. Yeah, man. I mean, Adam and Eve. Absolutely. They walked in the garden with him, and they and they questioned God. Did he yep. exterminate them then? then? No. He nope. set in motion yes. like this this beautiful story of redemption yes. that we get to see a completed picture of that they couldn't quite fully understand. Yeah. But like that and and the same thing, like you look at, at Abraham. Yep. You know, like Oh man, qu- yeah. Sarah. Questioning God, like Absolutely. doubting, messing it up, <laughs> yeah. not Sarah getting laughed. it right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, there's, there's so much, yeah. there's so much. Like, you know, people, yeah. people have doubted, and holy people, mm-hmm. people that we regard as heroes of the faith, absolutely heroes of the faith, absolutely. Moses yep. didn't didn't have time for God's timing. Yep. Killed a dude and yep. had to go into hiding. Yeah, and then he doubted God's call when. Spoke to him in a bush. I mean, like, there's there's so many things yeah, that, like, is. you know, if if you think that God is gonna give you the boot because you can't, like, yeah, because you're because he would be hurt by you asking questions about him. Yeah, it's just not fair. I uh, so there was a scripture kind of popped in my mind, and I, like, if I'm taking it out of context, I'm sorry, but it just kind of like it just kind of popped in, and I just think God is like we're, we're talking about God. Who you know? There's there's people who have questioned him, and it's it's like God. I think the scripture kind of goes along um, like this: He's searching, He's searching the earth, looking for people to show Himself strong to. Yeah. If He's looking to prove Himself strong, why not? Why not prove Himself to the people who have questions and doubts? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If he's looking for people to show himself strong to, that means there's people out there who don't know he's strong, yeah. or may have questions that okay, who who are you, God? What what can you really do for me? Yeah, and he's looking for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and I could very much well be taking that out of context. And I'm sorry, but it just like it just popped in, and it just man, it just hit me. Like it's just a powerful thing that God really does search for us also, and he like we find him in our seeking. He finds us. And it's just this beautiful, um, it's just this beautiful journey that when we when we really have questions, man, the more we pull on the thread, if we can realize that that thread is not going to lead to un, an unraveling of everything we know, but it may, but it, it's going to be an unraveling of everything we know in a good way. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it could change things. Like right. you could you, you could put things yes some, some things together. Yeah, that sounded like it hurt. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't see this, but Cody just accidentally hit the new table. Um, so here's a couple things we we want to want to hit on here. Um, yeah. So if you've been wondering where we're going, this is where we're we're aiming at. Number one, if you've got questions about God, yeah, like ask your questions. Absolutely. Go through it. Like in in some of the like most valuable question asking answering thing you can do is just write them down yourself. Absolutely. Look at them. Absolutely. Be willing to stare your own questions in the face. And then begin to seek out some answers. That might look like meeting with somebody. It might look like exploring some books. Yeah. It might be just opening the scriptures. Absolutely. Praying. Absolutely. Like asking God to speak to your doubts and questions. Yep. So, like, there's that piece. The other piece. If you're a skeptic of God, mm-hmm. I, I, my, my question to you is what do you believe in instead? Mm. Like, you know, and, and how do you satisfy some of the stuff that we talked about with mere Christianity, the natural law, yeah. where did everything come from? Is there like, if there is a God, mm. how do you, cause that's the other thing. And sometimes, sometimes people start, start spinning things and they're like, yeah, okay, there's a God, there's a God, there's gotta be a God. Fine. 
but how do you know that your God is the God? Yeah. You know, like that's the, that's the question that we get to yeah. ask that question, but ask like, it, yeah. you know, and, and figure that out. Like what, what, what is that mere Christianity again? Great book to listen to last yeah. thing though. Mm-hmm. Cause here's, here's what I know. I know we have a, a lot of folks that listen to our podcast that yeah. they're maybe not, not in a place where they're asking a lot of questions, but they're maybe in a spot where they feel like a lot of pressure to answer questions. Yeah. Here's like, a couple of things you talked about, like validating questions when you're talking to people. Absolutely. That's super valuable, whether they're a, a student or an adult or whoever. Yeah. Validating questions is, is powerful. But there's another piece here. Um, so once upon a time in youth group, mm-hmm. we did like a question box where okay. kids would submit a question and you answer the question. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. And there's churches that have done that and that kind of stuff. If that, if you do that, your church does that, whatever, it's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Here's what I learned. Okay. When I did that, mm-hmm. the personal touch is completely gone. Gone. Yep. When that happens, not there. So here's here's for example, kid one mm-hmm. asks why does why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. Kid two asks why do bad things happen to good good people? Mm. Kid one is asking that from the question of jealousy. They they are they are looking at. Mm. Joe Schmo down the road yep. who like their their family has a bigger house, nicer stuff, they get the newest shoes, they get the newest phone. Yeah. His family, his family is struggling. It's like, why does that jerk have what I don't have? But I go to church and I'm a part of this. Mm. Kid two lost their sibling. Like they had Completely, a sibling yeah, that yeah, died. Yeah. Like it's a different, different. story. You mm. know, it's like, you know, that you have to be able to like when you when you do a question box and and the reason like we don't like field big questions here that are that are like that right. is because um i think there is a, a good way to do that from the front or mm-hmm. on a podcast platform and that kind of stuff yeah but the most valuable thing that you listener who yep. has faith in jesus yep can do is when when somebody asks a question come on Figure out where that question is coming from. Yep. Why that question is there. Because it's, it's it. going to give you an opportunity. Because the, the real question mm. of uh, that kid that says, why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, why do better things happen to that guy, you yeah. know, than me? Like, wow. That's that's the real question. Wow. And the other the other person is, why did why did my sibling die? Why did my, my, my parent die? Why did, like, this person get sick? Why, well, whatever those things are, like, there's a, there's a, there's a, different, a there's yeah. a, there's a contextual question absolutely in play yep that gets lost when we just address questions from the front so mm, if you are so if, if you're if you're somebody who has influence in certain like in you're around other people who probably do have doubts my yeah. guess is that all people have questions yeah so like step into those questions yep and do so compassionately yeah. looking to find out what this, the full story is yeah because the the question that they ask may not be the question that's at the root of it. Mm. So like there's there's pastoring and ministering that can happen yep. at the root question yep. that will help you satisfy the the top answer because you can give a right answer that's the wrong answer. Like you can give oh, a correct answer that's God. the wrong answer. Like because like you got you got like you got somebody who's again that kid that's asking why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. You talk about like hey you know this is there's free will this is the fall there's mm-hmm. like you know all these things like that have happened and like you know go through the whole gambit right, of right. explaining why it happens but that doesn't satisfy what yeah. happened here in this in this certain wow. situation or context wow. anyway wow 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 that's, that's my. That's good because, and, and and this is a little unrelated, but it's kind of related because you're talking about the why, and, and and I've learned that there's a why to a lot of stuff, and I've tried to even learn that from a professional standpoint in work. Um, usually, I I'll have a kid who who's acting out, and you know my first my first reaction is oh you're going to the principal, but then I'm like man what if I have a conversation with this kid, mm. and what if I say hey man this is really not like you. You kind of acted out in class today. What's going? Are you all right? Yeah, I had you know had a situation last week. There was a why, man. There was a deep why. Yeah, and there was. I just looked at that kid and I was like, man, anytime you want to talk, I'm here. Yeah, and like you don't have to act out in class. Like talk to me about it. Yeah, like if you if you just want to open up and say, hey, I'm having a hard day. Like there's a why 
to a lot of stuff. And, oh, and for I, sure. And I like that. I like that you uh, you brought that in. I hit my hand again, <laughs> but I like that you brought that in because man, there there is a surface that we can skim, but when we actually you know, dig deep and have that personal that personal touch with the uh, with the conversation, man, there's a lot that we can makes get it, to. Makes a big difference. It's a, so. it's a huge difference, man. Yeah, it's a huge difference for sure. Well, hey, um, that was impromptu. Yeah, man. So that it means was, what we were going to talk about tonight, we're going to bump, dude. Um, Pretty incredible for an impromptu. Yeah. Well, it, you set it up with the talking about mere Christianity. Yeah, I did. Hey, we're going to try something new okay. at the end of our show. Yeah. And we want to give you a preview of what's coming up next week on the next show. Yeah, we do. So um, here, check out this clip. We're super excited about um, our, our conversation that's happening on the next episode. Yeah. You never want to alienate somebody. You're never, mm. You never. You always want them to be comfortable because you don't know if you're the only person in that person's path you know god puts you in their path wow and if you do something that turns them off it's it's it it's a lost opportunity you've lost that opportunity that god put in front of you that's good so always be aware that you might be that one person who brings them to christ and and you don't know what's going to happen if you you know god will i'm sure provide other people in their path but what happens if they you know are so far down the rabbit hole that they don't get another opportunity wow Man, I'm excited. Yeah. Hey, it's good to be back. Dude, it's very good to be back. We we're pumped about it. This uh this these next 12 episodes are going to be legit. Yeah, we uh we hope you keep picking from the bad apples tree every know? Monday. Every, every Monday. Monday. <laughs> or you can go you can go back and listen to some of our previous episodes Yeah, all the shenanigans hey, and everything you know, else. The bad apples tree has some pretty good fruit. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. For a bunch of bad apples, we've got some good stuff. <laughs> For a bunch of rotten scoundrels, you know, we're pretty good. Rotten scoundrels. Well, Cody, yeah, man. tell the people what yeah. they want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're just so happy that you listen. Uh, make sure you keep your coffee strong and remember that God loved us first. God loved us best and God loves us most. This, this is, is the Bad, bad Apples, Apples Podcast. Podcast. Yeah.